0: Me too because 60 hours is a lot of time to put into a game that you don't like. <laughs> you start off the, the the trigger of it and walk away like half an hour while the night of the round goes off six times again, and
1: again and again. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to
0: episode 18 of the Retro Rest. I don't, I don't even know anymore.
1: <laughs> I think it's that, because I think 17 was the interview uh, with the great Dave Welsh. Uh, thank you for that again. Um, we're changing it up a little bit tonight. Uh, Kyle is on vacation, and one of our fellow save pointers, uh, Al V, has decided to... Uh join us in the co-host chair tonight. So hosting as always is me, Al. Uh
0: I'm Travis. Hello. Hello,
1: Travis. Woo-hoo. Say hello, Al. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did we lose him? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. okay. That's <laughs> Al. <laughs> uh thank you for joining us tonight, Al. I'm just looking forward to hanging out, talking games. Um we'll we'll usually uh start with um basically uh what's what's everybody been doing what's everybody been playing and uh so for this uh start, we'll start with travis what have you been playing man
0: um I've been playing uh, pretty much the same stuff I was playing uh last time uh I'm not sure if I, if it was the episode we just recorded that failed out on us that yes. I was talking about getting a new p c Yes,
2: um, that
1: was
0: yeah. Yeah, I built myself a new PC so I can actually play things. Um, been trying to do some Fortnite, uh, which I'm terrible at. Uh, I- I'm okay when it's like you know the twenty versus twenty mode or the fifty versus fifty mode, but uh, I- I'm pretty trash when it comes to just like solo play. I'm am j- really bad.
1: What like the um, save the
0: world? No, no uh, PVP. Oh, gotcha. I I didn't buy it, so I don't have the save the world uh, mode. Gotcha. So I've just been playing, uh, playing some, well, trying to play some PvP. My games last pretty much until I see somebody else, and that's it. <laughs>
1: I get um, lucky I've once in a while.
0: Yeah, it's it's once in a great while. I think I capped out at three kills in a match because I had a sniper rifle and people weren't looking at me.
1: Yeah, and by luck, so, I mean I make it to the top twenty. <laughs>
0: hey, that's that's still pretty good. It's not. Um, often. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, but that's okay. Um, I've also been playing a lot of iron Sight, which is like a call of duty black ops three multiplayer clone sort of, um, doesn't have as much in, in the term in the ways I like movement. So there's no sliding, there's no jetpacks or anything like that, but it's still a lot of fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's, it's strictly multiplayer. Um, but I'm actually not too bad at it, which is surprising,
1: it's but I'm just glad it's on PC. It?
0: it is free to play. Ooh.
1: Um,
0: and it's, it's pretty good. I really enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of weapons in it. You have to buy the weapons with uh, with either in-game currency, or you can buy the in-game currency to buy them. But either way, it's uh, it's definitely something worth checking out if you're into first-person shooters. Um, cool. And finally, what's that?
1: That's a wicked cool.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, besides that, it's uh, all about Final Fantasy VII.
1: Yeah.
0: I've, I've made it to the second disc. Um, uh, I am sort of on my way to uh to getting to where i need to go i got the submarine i'm looking for a key down in the water somewhere and uh i'm finally able to start breeding chocobo so i'm gonna go gonna go start doing that so i can go get myself some knights of the round Woo-hoo. and just slaughter everything
1: al just so you know um this is the first time travis has played final fantasy 7 and made it past the first disc like and hasn't gotten bored and just put it away
0: Oh man! I know, yeah. right? <laughs> it's actually it's actually the first time that I've gotten past, say, the Golden Saucer. So this it's it's a very brand new experience for me. Uh, but I'm I'm greatly enjoying it. I am having fun. I still don't like it as much as Final Fantasy VI, but it's uh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. I'll put it that way.
1: That makes me happy. I'm glad you're you're working your way through it and enjoying it more than you thought you would. I mean that that was pretty much the best yeah. I was hoping for. Because I know, I mean, you're, you're like me, very hardcore for Final Fantasy VI. But seven uh, will always hold kind of a special place for me with being like the first PlayStation game I ever got and just being so blown away by it. Um, but yeah, no, that's cool, man. I'm really glad you're enjoying that.
0: Yeah, me too. Because 60 hours is a lot of time to put into a game that you don't like.
1: <laughs> it's very true.
0: Yeah. And I will beat it. It's going to take me a while, but I will beat it. I am determined.
1: You haven't tried tangling with the weapons yet,
0: right? Um, I, I, just for just for shiggles, I did fight Emerald.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, I,
0: I spot I spotted him underwater, so I uh, I ran into him and just to see what would happen, and I got stomped out in one round. <laughs> he did like three thousand damage to my guys, and I think I cap out at like two thousand five hundred HP.
1: <laughs> I forget which one is it. Al, you might remember. I think it's Ruby. I never beat that one. I, I've never been able to.
3: I never beat either of the weapons.
1: <laughs> They're so tough. Like I had a pretty pretty high level party, uh, from what I remember. I was pretty much close to the end, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to beat them again. And I did manage to beat Emerald, but Ruby just destroyed me. Like I'd, I'd love to see a YouTube video of somebody actually doing it and not cheating.
3: What do you mean cheating? Save that I had for it had like 80 hours in it and I was just, I could never bring myself to actually try to go after one of them. I was like, I'm just going to build up my party and I was never convinced that I would be strong enough to actually pull it off. <laughs> They're tough. And then I finally moved on to the PS2.
0: Isn't the trick just to like have what is it? Uh, w summon or something that does yeah. uh, that and W item. Two, or w item and just use uh, two nights of the round in a row.
1: Oh, you know what? There's that, too. I didn't know you could... I forgot about that one.
3: Put Mimic on the other two. Oh, yes, that's right. Have
0: to copy it. Yeah, that's right.
1: Oh, jeez. I never even thought of that. That's probably the only way to beat, at least for Ruby, for sure.
0: <laughs> but then, at that point, you pretty much just have to... you start off the the, the trigger of it. And walk away for like half an hour while the night of the round goes <laughs> off six times. Again, and...
1: and again, and again.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's funny.
3: Get your master's degree before the round's over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Longest summon ever. As I've said many times, the Nia Bahamut will always be my favorite.
0: Nia yeah, Bahamut's pretty rad.
1: Blowing up the world. <laughs> oh, man. That it but yeah
0: me. that's that is it for me
1: all right well we'll go on to uh myself uh, I'm still working on my quest for glory playthrough slow but sure um I'm actually playing I beat the first one uh, in the last episode that we recorded and uh that that we actually weren't able to post because I screwed up uh, my OBS yeah. again. but we've already done a check so we're good but um so I beat the first one probably in a weekend um I was initially going to go for maxing all my stats, but that just takes forever. So I wound up going pretty high level into the second one. But I wound up trying the... Uh, for for anybody that knows the series, the original Quest for Glory 2 was released on the older Sierra SCI engine with uh, typing commands, 16 color EGA. Um, it was still a beautiful game for its time, but... This group called Anonymous Game Developers Interactive, AGD Interactive, had like a three year project. If not longer, it was probably longer. I mean I had started working at CPanel uh when they were first doing that project with our mutual friend Jay Al. Uh we were we were working together at that point. And um It was you know, years at this finally came, but they converted it to VGA, point and click. You can still type if you want, but it's all like mouse driven. It looks more like Quest for Glory three, again for those who know the series. And uh, so I'm playing that one, but it's markedly harder than the original because they kind of redid the combat system to be a bit more challenging. And by a bit it's it's a lot more challenging. So that one's taking me a while. (laughs) Um so I'm working through that. Uh, I did pick up on a pretty filthy sale between Green Man gaming and another discount code. I wound up grabbing vampire uh, that newer release that just came out. Um, got it on Xbox one i've been playing it slowly um i'm not sure i'm not sure where I stand on this game yet. I like it it's It's got some really cool ideas, but it's also, uh, it's got some very weird shortcomings, Uh, (laughs) the basic gist is that you're a doctor coming back from the First World War, and as you get off the boat in England, you get attacked by a vampire, you wake up a vampire, and blah blah blah, but it's right in the middle of the Spanish flu epidemic uh, in England, and you're a doctor, so, like, you get... Some things come together and you wind up working in this hospital, working the night shift. And there's some combat in the game, for sure. Like, there's vampire hunters that come after you. There's, like, rabid, scald vampires that you fight. And you get a little bit of experience for it. But where the game has, like, the real meat is you talk to people. And, like, you'll see that you can ask them other things. But you have to know a certain thing about them in order to ask them, you know, ask them that. And so you start talking to, like, their friends and their friends, and they'll have, like, you know, jobs or quests for you to do, so to speak. And you start learning more and more about these people, and the more you know about somebody, their blood value goes up, and that's basically your experience. So, like, yes. you can fight just the the monsters and monster hunters, and you get, like, 50 XP, 80 XP, and you need, like, a 1,000 just to up an ability, but if you say decide to mesmerize one of these innocent people that you know and there's a ton of them in London and they each have like you know a job and an impact on the story and know a certain network of people but say you mesmerize like like this one guy you meet in the hospital and you go to feed on him you'll get 3,000 experience points but (laughs) you kill that guy and then like that whole thread goes a different way and when I say there's a lot of people, there's probably like maybe 80 different NPCs that I can see so far. And, uh, it's really interesting. Like that whole social aspect of it, the combat, in my opinion, kind of sucks. It's like, <laughs> it's button mashy. It's a little hunky jerky. Um, but the concept for the game is really neat. I like the idea of like, learning more about people and then using that knowledge to like exploit certain situations and change certain outcomes. It is pretty neat, but, um, I'm playing through it slow. It it hasn't really hooked me yet, but, uh, it's enough for me to, to give it, you know, give it some more time. Uh, and then other than that, uh, Forza Horizon 3 wound up getting that in the, uh, insane E3 sale with another discount code. It was like, I think 12 bucks when all was said and done. And um, I've been playing the hell out of that. Uh, that that's that been a lot of fun. And um, I mean, it, the Hot Wheels expansion that came with it is incredible. <laughs> there's nothing like racing real cars on orange Hot Wheel tracks with screws <laughs> and loops. It's freaking awesome. <laughs>
0: I think that's the, that's the main reason I want to get that game Dude, is just for that.
1: It's so cool. It is so cool. I mean, there's... There's that and Blizzard Mountain. Both are amazing. Like, Blizzard Mountain's like all, you know, mountainside snow racing, which is awesome. But the Hot Wheels one, it's it just like, you feel like a kid again. Except nice. you, you basically get to do what you always dreamed of doing when you were building the track in your room. Man, I wish I could sit in that car and see what it's like. Well, <laughs> <can>. <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome. Oh, it's so cool. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it for me. That's basically what I've been playing. And uh, we'll roll it over to our guest, Al. What have you been playing?
3: I have been playing a ton of Sea of Thieves. Nice. Being my my daughter is absolutely addicted to the game. So every time I'm sitting in the living room, she's like, "Can you play Sea of Thieves for me?" <laughs> <laughs> so I do that solo, and almost every night I end up logging on with with two of my buddies, and we go gallivanting across the seas.
1: Yeah, that one. I, 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 for me, I have to be playing it with with buddies. Um, yeah, I've, I've tried to play it solo, and it was okay. I mean, and I'm talking like the week it launched. Um, Kyle wound up getting an Xbox that week, and we wound up getting it off a of Game Pass. And me, him, and my buddy Nick, like formed up a crew with one of Nick's friends. We had four people. We're on a galleon, and we must have played for like four hours that night. Had an absolute blast, but I think I played like two more nights after that, and I was like, "Ah, I don't know." Like it, it just couldn't hook me in. But it seems like they're doing a lot of neat stuff, and I might might have to poke my head back in. We can we could man a sloop together.
3: <laughs> sure, uh, it, it is definitely not a game that I could play solo. I, like I can hop on a, a lunch break for like half an hour and and knock out one quick quest, maybe as long as I know this is what I'm going to do. But I couldn't just fire that up and just play by myself. It. frustrating.
1: What was that? You uh, cut but, out a little bit the as end as... there. I'm sorry.
3: It, it would be too frustrating between the. Distances they ask you to travel, yeah. and and what you need to do for the quests, and the fact that when you don't have a crew, you're stuck in a sloop, and galleon can just kind of roll up and sink you at will, almost.
1: Yeah, cannon fodder. Uh,
3: <laughs> exactly. Like th- that's not fun. But but loading in with a couple of buddies, we we can sink three, four, five hours into it and not even realize it. Yeah, it's between cool. just and
1: yeah it's it's definitely a really social game like and and when you're in that like when you have it set like that where you're, where you're actually playing with like three buddies it's a hard one to top like it's really fun to kind of you know play with friends but make kind of make the game whatever you want it to be and I think that is really cool <clears throat>
3: Um, and when I'm not playing that, it's been Knights of the Old Republic.
1: Nice. Nice. They just re-released that, right?
3: Game Pass. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Well, I guess was I know what I'm downloading and doing with my next 60 hours."
1: <laughs> that is, such and a classic.
3: Uh, I'm really is. I'm almost off the first planet, and.
1: To remember. It
3: looks like an Xbox game. Wait, say again. Um, it it, it definitely it not aged well.
1: It has not aged well. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I was kind it, of hoping to pick that up again, but I was worried it might it might be might be a little long in the tooth.
3: It's got it's got a it's got a bad case of the jaggies. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but but the yeah, but the I'm story and the game is just. It's all still there, like, Star Wars nut, so I could I could play it forever, I don't even care what it looks like.
1: Yeah, it, the story in that game was awesome, and the sequel as well. They were just... I mean, I still like the first one a little bit more uh, for story, but, yeah. KOTOR. That's because they
3: actually finished the first one.
1: Oh, dude, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, KOTOR is is a classic, always will be. It's cool to see that they have that on Game Pass. I still might have to grab it and give it a shot again. Good old Bioware.
3: They dropped a bunch of Star Wars stuff on Game Pass recently. The other one I got to pick up is Republic Commando.
1: I never played that one.
3: Yeah, Yeah. me neither. Heard nothing but good things, and for 10 bucks, I figure why not.
1: Hell yeah, man. Game Pass is the shit. It's where I think Microsoft is really hitting a home run.
3: It, I mean, it, it didn't have too much to start out with, but for the past couple of months and everything that they just announced with it,
1: it's... Oh, my God, we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen me uh, watching E3. I was working on my one laptop, and I had E3 feeds going on my other, and I'm just sitting on the couch going, Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: I'm very grateful that uh I won't have to pay for all of those games because I don't know how I would have managed to pull it off.
1: Oh my god, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: is uh Dragon Ball Fighter Z.
1: I don't know if I've played uh, I'm thinking Xenoverse. I played a hell of a, a hell of a lot of Xenoverse.
3: But how- a little bit of the first Xenoverse, but Fighter Z is awesome.
1: Ooh. That had like a Marvel versus Capcom kind of feel to it, right?
0: That's what it seems like to me. That you can
3: uh, tag out. Okay. On three, but it's more. Um, it's by Arc System Works, so it's like Guilty Gear. Oh, oh nice.
1: Ooh, nice.
3: And I'm, uh, you know, I grew up with DBZ. I, I always, uh, it, I have a soft spot for it. So getting a chance to play it and having the game actually be solid.
1: Yeah, Especially It's cons- awesome. Yeah, considering some of the uh, previous DBC releases, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. My. Um- yeah, that's
3: good. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely trash on it online. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not going to claim to be, but it's still fun to play.
1: Hell yeah, man! Yeah, it's it looks good. My my brother in law said he's going to be picking it up for his switch, and. uh He's he's a huge, huge Dragon Ball Z fan, and um, I never really watched much of it when I was younger. But ever since you know my wife and I met, like five years ago, six years ago now, he he got me into it, and I watch it like whenever he comes up and we're done playing video games, he'll throw it on, and uh, it's it's getting me in. It's really hooking me. So like I'm I'm having more fun as I play these games, and I start to understand like. The plot lines and the characters and stuff. It's a—it's uh, definitely unique. It's got a cool story.
3: Yeah, and th- they have a lot of cool nods to that in in the game. and that they have what what are called dramatic finishes. You know, if you're fighting Frieza with Goku on Namek and you beat him with a certain attack, it'll actually show that whole final scene.
1: Oh, get out!
3: It gives you a big splash screen. It goes, dramatic finish, and (laughs) it's sweet.
0: That's cool. Does it take half an hour to do a Kamehameha wave?
3: (laughs) Depending on which character you're doing it with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That is awesome. Yeah, I might are all over the top. That's the best part. Like, that's what I loved, even about Xenoverse. Once you've really started unlocking some of the the high-level finishers and stuff. It was just off the wall. <laughs>
2: mm.
1: But uh, that's cool. I mean, I, I've got to play that one. I think next time Ross comes over, I'll uh, steal his Switch again and uh, play some of that, because it looks so good. <clears throat> uh, let me see here. thats I guess, uh, you playing anything else? Are you good, or...?
3: That's that's eating up all what little free time I have.
1: <laughs> God, do I hear that—the the, the blessing and bane of fatherhood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Um. Okay, so normally this is where we go into our you know upcoming releases that we've got our eye on. Um, obviously, this is our first episode back since E3 uh, finished up, and man, <laughs> some E3 madness here. Um, I'm just gonna preface this with, before we get into it, like, I'm not one of those, you know, they won E3 and this group lost E3, uh, I'm just, I'm kind of into games in general, so E3 as a whole made me really, really happy for, for all the system owners. There's some neat stuff coming. Um, me, obviously, I don't have a, a PlayStation, um, but I did watch some of Sony's, um, broadcast, but obviously I, I really watched the Xbox one. Um, hoping that Microsoft would have some good news because uh, I, I wasn't really too excited for E3 just based on how certain things were looking to shape up. But I will say I, I loved what I saw. Um, for Xbox especially, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but I, I think that whole indie studio investment that they're doing, the initiative, um, they're basically, uh, they've bought several... Uh, development houses that have released, you know, pretty big hits on the system in the past year and a half, two years. Uh, one of which they grabbed was Playground Games, who developed Forza, that we spoke of earlier. Um, they grabbed Ninja Theory, that released Hellblade: uh, Senua's Sacrifice, which still haven't played, but goddamn, that looks so awesome, and I've heard great things. And they also grabbed uh, Undead Labs, who did State of Decay one and two. And finally, Compulsion Games for, uh, that made We Happy Few, which I guess is either coming out soon on Xbox, is already out, I don't know. But um, obviously, I think that can only be a good thing. Uh, from the sound of it, they're just investing and in letting them do what they want. But uh, obviously, hope it doesn't turn into a, a rare situation. <laughs> um, But we'll see how it goes. I think that could be a, a good thing. Um, obviously Al mentioned, um, earlier about Game Pass, uh, while Game Pass might have started out weak when they first released it, holy crap, is there a ton of stuff coming to Game Pass, uh, from what they revealed at E3, I mean, just some off the the top of the list here, uh, Vermintide 2, which I have on PC, which is an absolute blast, um, Phoenix Point, which blew me away when I saw that was actually coming to consoles. Um,
3: I'm so mad that you pointed me towards (laughs) that video of the gameplay. Dude,
1: I'm so mad you pointed me towards the Long War, or did I point you towards that? I don't know who pointed me towards that.
3: I think I pointed you towards Long War. Okay, we'll call it even, but man, I watched Phoenix Point the other day, and now that's all I want.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) See, I got someone who can relate for all of that you. That looks for, awesome. Oh, it looks so good. For all of you out there that are XCOM fans, uh, either the originals or even XCOM 2, the original creator of XCOM is this guy named Julian Gallup, and he is working on this game Phoenix Point. And it looks like uh, it looks like XCOM, but way better if that's possible. I mean, it looks so freaking good. It looks like it's going to be a challenge. Not that XCOM 2 wasn't a challenge, but if you played the first XCOM games, they were hard. <laughs> damn, were they hard? Um, but it just—it looks like it looks like it's just going to be amazing. And I was a little bummed when I first saw videos on it because they looked so good. But I know this aging Lenovo that I have is not going to be able to run it. So I was like, ah, damn. You know, I got to keep saving for a new computer and then i see this announcement at e3 and i'm like oh my god it's coming to xbox (laughs) (laughs) so i'm so excited for that and obviously the big ones that people are probably already aware of you know forza horizon 4 is coming to game pass gears 5 halo the master chief collection it it just sounds like for xbox fans if you like the older stuff and even the newer stuff that's coming out you're you're gonna get it for 9.99 a month I mean, that's freaking awesome. Um, yeah, I, What's that? I
0: was going to say, I, I personally believe that uh, that Game Pass has single-handedly saved the Xbox One.
1: 100% agree.
0: Yeah, I think you're right there. I, I think without it, they'd still be dead in the water. But...
1: I, I totally agree, because, I mean, it's, it's obvious... Um, you know, PlayStation is killing it with their ex- exclusives. I mean, it's looking like God of War 4 might be one of the greatest games ever made. <laughs> I mean, I just hear nothing but awesome about it. Everything I've seen of people playing it looks incredible. Uh, it's it, Sony's killing it this generation, there's no doubt. And I think, yeah. my, you know, Microsoft did the smartest thing they could and by doing Game Pass and opening up the ability to play all these new games without having to drop 50, 60 bucks... Um, and it's one of, and the best thing about Game Pass, and I don't know how many people know this, <clears throat> but if you like a game that you're playing on Game Pass, cause they're not on there forever, you know, some are on there for a couple months, some might only be on there for a month, but while it's on there, if you decide to buy it, it's only like half the time, it's like 20 bucks. So, and I mean, that's for new stuff. I mean, it's, it's not expensive. They give you a really nice discount. <laughs> Uh, if you decide to keep the game, so it might be a little more than that, but still, it's it's such a great deal, and I agree with you, Travis. I think it's, I think it's totally turned a direction for them, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm eager to see what they do with it. Um, obviously, some other highlights—they're not exactly Xbox exclusives. Uh, we didn't see much of those, and obviously, if you guys want to jump in at any point, just tell me. To shut up, interrupt me.
0: <laughs> but uh, shut up. All
1: right, go ahead, Travis. You got the ball.
0: I've got nothing to say. I just wanted <laughs> you to shut up.
1: Um, Cuphead's getting a DLC. Uh, I'd be so fired up about that if I actually was able to get past the first world. <laughs> um, uh, Forza Horizon 4, which I mentioned. Big thing with that's going to be, you know, seasons. Um, sounds like a great idea. I don't know if it's necessarily a game changer, but we'll see. It looks fun. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally coming out
3: believe it when I have the disc in my hand yeah
1: (laughs) I gotta say though the trailer that they released I had to stop what I was doing and call my daughters over I was like check this out I'm like this is a game coming out after Christmas and I've never seen two little girls scream so loud (laughs) when they saw you know, Elsa and Anna from Frozen and Rapunzel from Tangled. They're like, Rapunzel's in the game! Anna's in the game! Let's go get it now! I'm like, oh, trust me. You and two million other people. But, uh... Yeah, I I was actually really jazzed to see how excited they were about it. And my wife's been waiting to play it for you know, ever since Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. It's one of her favorite series. So we're really, really excited for that. Uh, let me see here. I think the only other one I really want to mention that that caught my eye was Session. Um, this is a spiritual successor, I think, anyway, because it looks like it uh, to the Skate series. That was an Xbox Series of games. Travis, you are yep. res- you are our resident skater. Did you ever play Skate?
0: Uh, I unfortunately I have not played Skate. Oh my uh, god! I was a huge fan, of course, of, of some of the earlier Tony Hawk games, but uh, unfortunately, I never did play skate. I should, because I know it's a lot closer to realistic skateboarding than Tony Hawk ever was. Uh, But uh, I just, I haven't gotten there. But Session looks ridiculous.
1: Oh, dude. Al, did you ever play skate?
0: I I played a couple
3: of the Tony Hawks.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, skate, like Travis said, it was kind of more realistic skateboarding but it had one of my like one of the coolest features. I think it was in the second one where your whole goal in this one game mode is to rack up the largest medical bill. And like <laughs> yeah, and like when you would hit stuff, like it would literally show you like what bones you broke, what organs you punctured. Like it was so over the top and fun. And um session looks like it's... what's that?
3: So it was Burnout on a Skateboard?
1: Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. It kind of had that feel to it. Like, I remember you could do, like, a vert, you know, a vert competition, and, like, as you got to the top, you could just kick the skateboard out from under you and see, like, what happens when you land flat on your back, and it just shows, like, goes into x-ray mode, and you just see everything snapping and popping. <laughs> oh, I didn't see this game. Yeah, check it out. I think it was Skate 2. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's hilarious videos from that, but session indeed looks so good and I'm excited to see you know that series come back around
0: it's not coming out till July of next year
1: damn it to hell
0: that sucks
1: well hopefully skate will get on backwards compatibility before then Um, and even better if they put it on game pass Oh, I would love to play that again so good
0: yeah I gotta I gotta break out my 360 again and play some of the games on there that I never did like skate
1: skates good um oh yeah i guess I'll, I'll briefly mention we happy few i guess that's coming to xbox i saw this when it was when it came out for pc a couple of years back it it looks weird and it looks interesting it's like it looks like an adventure game set in the middle of a v for vendetta graphic novel um which hmm. i mean it looks cool and like y you, you have to watch the videos to see it. it just looks bizarre as hell, but it'd probably be a fun game to play on game pass you know what do you what do you got to lose but uh you know uh that's it for me on the xbox uh I was very jazzed to see what they were doing. I think this was a good show for them um <clears throat> I think you know I think they got some good stuff coming it's It's kind of restored my faith a little bit that they're not just abandoning the console <laughs> um so I'm excited to see where they go with it. But, uh, cool. Yeah. I'll hand it over to you, Travis. You can All
0: tell right. us what you thought from the um, PlayStation. Yeah, I didn't get to watch everything from the from the, from the the PlayStation presser or the Sony presser um, or really most most much of anything from E3, but I did watch a, a few of the trailers. And uh, I just want to quick touch on a couple of them that I saw that, that really uh, piqued my interest. Um, I actually did not watch The Last of Us 2 trailer because I don't really like The Last of Us. Um I just was never able to get into it for for some reason. Um But I wasn't
1: uh, either, so don't feel bad. I
0: don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was about it, but Yeah, I don't know. know. Um uh, Well, I'll start off uh Spider-Man is looking so good. Oh my god, yeah it is. It's it looks like a very uh traditional style beat 'em up. Which has me really amped up because I love those types of games.
1: They're so good, and they just don't make a lot of them anymore.
0: No, they don't, and it's it's disappointing because beat 'em ups used to be like my bread and butter back in the you know the 16-bit era with things like Super Double Dragon, Streets of Rage, um, pretty much anything like that, and even going back to the original NES with you know act- the regular Double Dragons and uh, River City Ransom, et cetera. Um, I, I I absolutely loved every one of them that I played and it's just the last good one that I played, I think that came out that's a real good, solid beat-em-up. I think it was probably the bouncer for PlayStation 2.
1: I missed that one. I never played it, and I regret it to this day.
0: It was good. It was really good. <clears throat> I, I I thought it was a lot of fun, a lot of unlockable moves, and um, loading times were, were pretty much hell, but it was, it, was, it was good besides that. i
1: have to check that out
0: um another beat-em-up sort of game that's coming out is a uh, control hmm. that one looked pretty rad uh it's like i, I don't really know the pre- i can't really go over the premise of everything because i didn't really read up much about it but from the trailer um you kind of control the environment like you can pick stuff up and and whatnot and be able to destroy people with all kinds of stuff that you find in the environment by like throwing it and swinging it in midair and all that stuff like that. Like a bus? I don't know if it goes that big, but damn it. Others. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it looked it looked pretty cool. I highly recommend checking out the trailer for that. Um, it's it's just like a couple minutes long, but it's, I think it's worth checking out. Um, let's see. What else did I watch? Uh, Kingdom Hearts three, of course, oh. which just looks fantastic. Um, there's one that I actually watched just probably uh, about an hour ago called "The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit."
1: That's coming out on Xbox Game Pass this week.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be free on uh, on PSN as well. I think.
1: Doesn't that look great?
0: It looks fantastic. I I can't wait to see like what, what like how the story develops in that. Um, it's it takes place mm-hmm. in the Life is Strange universe. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm I'm anticipating that this kid, that that this the game is about, comes you know develops like these superpowers of sorts, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the story kind of uh, plays out.
1: Yeah, it looks like a weird cross between like he's actually getting superpowers versus like you're you're just playing a game through the life of a child's imagination. Yeah, it just I don't know, man. Like again, they it's Kyle's favorite term but the charm from that game yeah. like that game just looks like it's going to be so cool i can't wait to try it
0: yeah i am greatly looking forward to it um then then there's uh from good old hideo kojima death stranding
1: delivery man this, simulator
0: yeah this game looks weird as hell <laughs> um like it it just it so far watching the trailer it made no sense to me what you're actually doing in the game.
1: I I'm with you. I, I I mean to me is it is it supposed to be what he wanted to do with PT? Like is Del Toro working with him on this?
0: Uh, I believe so. Yes.
1: Okay, I'll I'll have to get a PlayStation and get it then. Uh,
0: if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I do believe it's I believe it's him and and uh, Del Toro, and then of course um, Norman Reedus is the main character.
1: Yeah, I feel like they they really liked what they had there, but that falling out with PlayStation, I think he took it with him, and he's going to, you know, give some kind of similar vision, because I, I don't know about you guys, but that PT was like, that that was one of the craziest things I, I'd ever played. It was cool.
3: I was really looking forward to that Silent Hill game.
1: Yeah, you and me both, man. And then they screwed it up. But, I mean, this looks like I guess he's trying to do something similar, and it is Hideo, and I've been a huge fan of his since. I mean, Metal Gear Solid was always one of my favorite series. So, uh, I mean, it's it's either going to be the best game that he's done or the weirdest game that he's done. But either way, it's It's definitely going to be an experience.
0: It's definitely going to be the weirdest. I think I could tell that from the trailer. It's just very, very weird.
1: (laughs) It's so weird.
0: (laughs) Considering some of the other games he's done. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's it's creepy. It's confusing. It's weird.
1: Like the last fifteen minutes of Metal Gear Solid Two.
0: <laughs> for I any, couldn't. I can't comment. Sorry.
1: For anyone that played that.
0: <laughs> um, and finally, the last game that I want to talk about is uh, well. First, I want to mention I did not watch the trailers for Anthem or Destiny 2 because I don't want to know any details about them because I want to play them myself and discover everything for the first time when I'm playing. Fair. Um, but the last game I want to talk about, which is the game that, to me, it won E3. Like This is the E3 winner from for me, personally.
1: Mm. Um, and that is Ghost
0: Ghosts of uh, Tsushima.
1: Oh my god, dude.
0: Which, oh my god. This is... This is the Tenchu that I've been waiting for for years.
1: Oh, it looks so good. <laughs>
0: it looks absolutely amazing in every aspect and I am dying to play this game. I I can't I can't profess enough how psyched I am to play this. There is no release date yet, nothing even nothing even teased so far. Um but I I cannot. I cannot wait to play this.
1: Yeah, Tenchu Stealth Assassins from PlayStation is still one of my favorites. Like, that, like once I realized what the game was, like, I remember when I first got it, I initially just ran in and, like, started attacking and got killed.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm like, oh, wait, I guess I got to do this ninja style. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it looks fantastic. I think that's going to be one of those that eventually pulls me towards getting a PS4 because it just looks great.
0: Yeah, it really does, and it's it's cool because like it's you know, obviously a samurai that you're playing as, mm-hmm. but he uses ninja type tools that kind of make him a, a nice blend of both, and he does use stealth mm-hmm. and you know stealth kills and stuff like that, which historically wasn't really uh, honorable, right? So it's you know kind of a nice blend, I think between the the ninjiness of tenchu and the samurai-ness of let's say bushido blade
1: yeah oh god one of my favorite fighting games
0: so i'm i'm so psyched about that game i cannot wait for that to come out and i will be buying it on launch and i will be playing it every day until i'm done with it guaranteed
1: <laughs> that's going to be me uh in october uh when i use some of my paternity leave uh to Take off for Red Dead Redemption Day.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice. I can't wait
2: for that game.
1: Like, Red Dead Redemption is still one of my favorite games. I still pick it up and play it. And, um, yeah, uh, I'm sure Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be even better, so. Can't wait. Um, Cool. Yeah. So, what stood out for you, Al? What were some of your uh, E3 favorites that you caught? Um,
3: I really liked the, the trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2.
1: Yes. Nice. I'm so glad to see a sequel coming to that.
3: And I have no idea what is going on in 2, but
1: <laughs> I want to know. Oh, yeah. Considering 1 was was bizarre as hell. But great game.
3: Definitely. Um, that uh, Anthem looked really good. I'm not going to talk about the trailer because I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> I appreciate it. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, that looks good. Destiny Um,
3: 2, the the Forsaken stuff, kind of, I think I'm done with that game.
1: Really? Yeah, I've heard similar from our buddies in the podcast uh, world.
3: To Destiny 1 when the Taken came out. So it had already been out for a year. My buddies had already been through it. had a blast with it. And they kept telling me that fixed everything and that's why I had so much fun the entire time I played. And I didn't know till Destiny two came out. Because I'm with Destiny two for the first two months that it was out, and then it was like there's 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 nothing to do.
2: <laughs>
3: and they started releasing the the season pass expansions and I'm like That was fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think they did that a little too fast, and I think they... I don't think they put enough content in the original release. From what I've read, because uh, full disclosure, I haven't played Destiny 2. I really didn't have, you know, much desire to get it. I mean, I I liked what I played of Destiny 1, but it wasn't enough to get me to like, oh my god, but... I've heard similar. Uh, One of my coworkers is a real hardcore fan of the original Destiny. And he told me he's he was pretty much done with it as well. So I don't know. I guess it's just not striking a chord with the fans. But Travis is having a blast with it.
0: I think it's freaking awesome.
3: It's 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 a good game, and and if you can if I can get on with a couple of buddies, I could still have a lot of fun with it. But just uh, there's not enough of a hook for me now. And with what they said is coming in the new expansion, sounds really good, but. Uh, it, it's $40 for that expansion and another $30 for the second season pass.
1: They're doing two?
3: Playing uh, two more expansions after that for year two, and that's another 30 bucks. So I'm like, I have to buy this game twice? I already, like, I spent $90 on day one. Holy crap. You want me to spend another 70 A year later, when we've got Anthem, Red Dead 2...
1: Yeah, that's all. lot. stuff coming man. out.
3: No, no. I'm I'm sorry. I
0: I won't do it. I'll hold out till February and play Anthem. i and have lots of fun with that. I'm gonna say that that you were not an EverQuest player. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I played EverQuest for a, a little
3: bit. For there was, there was about six months where I was totally obsessed with it and. And didn't, didn't have access to a computer for a little bit and never. I was like, no, I cannot touch that.
1: <laughs> you knew the crack was bad. I, I like my soul too much. Oh, yeah.
3: <clears throat> Came out and I was doomed, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Let me think here. Oh, I, I don't know, did any of you guys catch the uh, Bethesda conference or even see some after videos?
3: I think the Bethesda had the best conference of the show.
1: Yeah, they killed it. They killed it. Um, looks like they have a lot of great stuff coming out. I was really happy to see an Elder Scrolls Six announcement, but I'll be honest with you, I was I was shocked because uh, Josh, uh, one of our save pointers, had brought up a really good point, point. and the point is that you know ever since ZeniMax Studios. Uh, Got a hold of Elder Scrolls Online. And really started turning it around. Like... A? That is a fantastic Elder Scrolls game right now. And... If you subscribe to it... You get, like, all the DLC. And they release a lot of DLC. Um, you still have to pay for the expansions. But, like... The scale of just how big those expansions are... Is... Insane. And, like... So, anyway. The whole point being... Is that from what I understand? Elder Scrolls Online is there is Bethesda's biggest money maker right now. It's making them a ton of money. And he was like, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see an Elder Scrolls Six announcement because you know that might cut into that. But you know, Bethesda's I think surprised everybody, and they, it obviously wasn't showing much. But who cares? It's Elder Scrolls Six. It's gonna rock. <clears throat>
3: I think, see, I, I slightly disagree in that I think if they hadn't shown someone in Bethesda somewhere was doing something on a title called Elder Scrolls 6, <laughs> that I think people would have burned their entire booth down, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's no joke, too, because, I mean, I, I was talking to some other podcasters, too, and, like, the anticipation, is everybody was like, doing the math of how many years go between each Elder Scrolls release. And they were like, this is the year. Do the math. Like, you know, eight years between Oblivion and Skyrim. And, you know, they're going on and on. And, you know, like, this is it. It's it's year seven or it's year eight. It's going to be this year. And sure enough, it was. And, uh, and I can't wait to see what they do with it.
0: Yeah, the twist is it's just Skyrim 2.
1: <laughs> God damn you! What I forget the lead <laughs> designer's name. But the memes that were coming out about him were awesome. What's his name?
3: Todd Howard. Todd Howard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was like... This one meme I saw was so great. It was like, Elder Scrolls Six, the VR experience. You walk up to your computer, (laughs) you run Elder Scrolls Six, and it's a portal to play Skyrim. God damn you, Todd Howard!
2: (laughs) On a
3: credit for the video they did uh, for Skyrim on Alexa,
2: Nice.
0: That? Nice. That's funny.
3: It opened it up with, with this whole video of you could play Skyrim on Alexa now, and the video itself was hilarious, but then it, it, it's an actual thing. You can play Alexa now.
1: Get that yeah, out awesome. of here. That rules. <laughs>
3: but for me, as cool as all that stuff was, I want Starfield.
1: Yeah, that looked really cool. I mean, I didn't it, get to see it, too much of it, but
3: they—they they didn't show anything. They did the same thing as they did with Elder Scrolls Six. They basically showed said Starfield coming someday.
2: <laughs> I
3: don't care what it is, like Elder Scrolls in, in, in space. space? <laughs> Put it, it in my eyes right now.
1: Oh hell yeah! Especially uh, when you consider. Uh, Star Citizen will probably never come out, so that'll be the closest thing we get. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, th- I think Bethesda killed it. As usual, it looks like they've got amazing stuff in the wind, so I'm really, really jacked for that. Um, again, uh, when it comes to the rest of E3, I didn't really watch. I, I watched some of the Switch conference, like the first half hour. Um, most of which was uh, Smash, which really mm-hmm. absolutely looks great. I mean, that like every Smash character ever is going to be in this game, and I think that is wild. That's really really cool. And uh, I love playing it with my brother-in-law. I saw what was the other one? Jump Force. That looked really cool. Um, similar. It looks like similar to uh, Dragon <laughs> Ball Xenoverse, but it's like all of those properties. Nice. Yeah, it's like more than just Dragon Ball. And it, it looked very cool. Um, but, I mean, that's that's pretty much all I really watched of it. Again, I don't have a Switch. Uh, Kyle's usually our Switch evangelist. Um, did yeah. You, did you say you have a Switch, Al?
3: And I watched... Uh, they didn't have a whole lot else. Mm.
2: Um,
3: But... Some... Uh, they showed Mario Party.
1: Oh, that looked fun. Mario it Party looks did look fun. fun. I,
3: I want to know what they're doing with it, because they showed they had actually, like, two switches oh, yeah. laid down next to each other for the games. So it was, like, crossing between the two systems, and I want to know what that is.
1: Hey, Because anybody- it seems really neat. Yeah, as I gonna say, if anybody's going to do something weird like that, it's going to be Nintendo, and it'll probably work great. Um, yeah, it would be it'd be interesting to see what they do. I loved the last uh, Mario Party. We played that at uh, Amber's Roommates the one time. That was a really fun game.
0: Yeah, Mario Party's good. So, yeah, I mean... I,
1: uh... Oh, what's that?
3: We got, we got oh. Mario Tennis coming out tomorrow.
1: Ooh, yep. nice.
0: Excited for I am personally because the Mario sports uh, games are always great. Oh yeah, they are. They are. Um, I'm actually I'm looking forward to uh, Demon Machina, which is a an action mech game for the Switch that's coming out sometime next year. It looks really really rad, like almost a virtual lawn style.
1: Hmm. Demon Machina. Oh, and obviously the other big one that comes out. I think it comes out on my brother-in-law's birthday, or damn close to it, is Octopath Traveler. Yep. Can't wait
0: for that. And I'm refusing to play the demos for that, because I want to just play the whole game when I get it.
1: you got to try the demo. I played the demo. I don't want to try the demo. It was so fun. Nope,
3: (laughs) Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. From what I understand, the new demo that they released at E3, you can save your progress and transfer it to the main
0: game. That's pretty cool.
1: That is pretty cool. Oh awesome But yeah it's great I mean what I played of it was fantastic I can't wait to see what they do with it I love that pop up book Like art style That's just it's wild It's Nintendo <laughs> Yeah um, I think that's pretty much all we got for E3 highlights Unless you guys had anything else you wanted to cover
0: I got nothing else
1: I mean, thats That's pretty much all I've got uh, obviously uh, not to hold it out but we we did hear a little bit more about fallout 76 it's gonna be a massive multi or a multiplayer survival uh, I don't know if it's gonna be massive um, I just hope it's not like uh, what is it Conan exiles I couldn't really get into that like the the instant server like architecture I don't know maybe I'm just old-fashioned or something but I mean the, con- <laughs> the concept sounds pretty cool, and I guess we'll see what happens when it when it gets closer to release, but uh it's definitely interesting. I mean we'll see if I mean if anybody can do it good, it's them. so and we'll see what happens and where it goes <clears throat> but um, all right, so with that, we'll actually move on to our question of the bye week which I did not update in the agenda so I'll actually go uh, pull it up on our Facebook really quick but <clears throat> the um, the question was to all you save pointers and our followers on Twitter um, you know what was your favorite e3 moment um, obviously I didn't really want to get into you know what was your least favorite because I don't want to get into like bashing it because everybody's got a console that they're a fan of and that's great so, uh, yeah, what was your favorite E3 moment? And, uh, we got some feedback on the save point, and we also got a voicemail, which, uh, we'll also play briefly. Um, our co-host Kyle, who could not join us tonight, said, I'm going to just say most of the ones for Switch are <laughs> <Our> Switch evangelists, <laughs> mostly it's because biased. I'm biased. <laughs> he did, he did wish for more Metroid news, though, and from what I understand, that was pretty, uh. Is pretty light on the Metroid. so
3: Anything about Metroid, and I was hoping for it.
1: Yeah, I wonder why they're not... I don't know. Everybody loves Metroid. Like, it's time. Give us a Metroid. <laughs> okay. um, he also said that, uh, as far as PSVR goes, he's really glad to see uh, Beat Saber coming to PSVR. And I've actually watched... Uh, Jeremy from Bad Fodder Figures playing that, and it looks fun as hell. It's like a rhythm lightsaber game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks really, really cool.
1: Yeah, he said it's a blast. He's he's played a bunch of it, so um, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be cool to see that come to the PSVR.
3: Um, about j- releasing stuff like that to make me. Want a PlayStation more?
1: I know. <laughs> and you know what? Like,
3: just upgraded to an Xbox One X. I can't get another console right now. My wife will kill me.
1: Right, and like, like, you know what pisses me off most about Xbox? If I had to say one thing, they are not jumping on this VR train at all. Like, why don't we? Yeah. Have, why don't we have Xbox VR by now? I mean, PlayStation's definitely proven there's a market for it.
3: And, oh, it looked like they were going to a couple years back, because when they first announced PSVR Microsoft had the HoloLens thing
1: Right! What happened to that?
3: I don't know, it just it looked really amazing and then vanished
1: Oh, they kill me sometimes Like, all the money they put into the Connect, and then just abandon that Like you, you see that VR works Like, it works People are ready for it it's not just a gimmick anymore. Like, let's go. Give us Xbox fans something to cheer about. And I really thought, I really thought they were going to show us something at E3 this year um, for VR, but they didn't even mention it. And I'm like, are they just skipping it entirely? Like, that's insane. Ugh, kills me. I don't <laughs>
3: know. Maybe they're going to build it into the next Xbox since they announced that.
1: Yeah, they did announce that. That's why I'm not getting the, uh, the Xbox One X. Like if I get anything, like, it would be the PS Pro eventually. If I get another console, just because I want to play PlayStation games. But I don't really have a 4K TV right now, so it's kind of pointless anyway. <clears throat> um, but yeah. Uh, Josh uh, followed up with, yeah, I'm actually really glad I picked this Switch up. Lots of cool on the horizon uh, my last Nintendo was an SNES, and I missed it. So Josh is excited for for some Switch action. And Todd said he is excited for Cyberpunk 2077. And let's face it, who the hell isn't? That is my shit right there. <laughs> um, obviously, we don't really know much about the gameplay. We've seen a couple trailers... All you really need to know about that game is the developer insignia they showed you at the beginning. It's CD Projekt Red. They yeah. made one of the best games and game series of all time in The Witcher, and I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. They they've never they've never disappointed. So I can't wait to see what uh, what this is. What do you guys think? You you jazz for that one?
0: I am. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out
1: yeah it looks good no doubt um, so let me just since we're we're getting input from uh the fans and stuff before we go talk about the game of the month um, let's follow up with the voicemail that we got on somebody's favorite e three moment and uh travis why don't you give out our voicemail line uh, phone number in case anybody wants to call in and talk with us, and have their voice heard on the podcast.
0: Sure. It's 610-810-1654.
1: And I will hunt down what we can turn that into with call letters. It'll have nothing to do with the show, but there will be letters.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, all right. We did get one voicemail. And uh, always brings a smile to the face. It's the super fan. The very best, and obviously let me know if you guys can't hear this when I hit play, because God knows I screw up OBS and everything else. Uh, We'll let him speak for himself.
2: About to close, and the podcast is about to start. I retweeted that you're going to do this. I saw you were going to do this. I told myself I should really call it, because I forgot last time. And I looked (laughs) up at the clock, and I seen the gate was almost closing, With the clock being the time it is when you're going to start a podcast, when the time is to start a podcast. And I thought, oh my, I better call now. So I'm calling now. Let's see. Let's get right to the basic business. Don't want to be a long-legged windbag, whatever. Or anyway, let's get right to the question. What was the? I don't know. Jeez, I, I forgot I'll have to paraphrase it. The biggest thing, or whatever you like, at E3, or whatever like that. All right, gentlemen. I'm sure my answer is like many of many, many people who have called in, and many, many people who are listening to this. Nothing topped playing Skyrim with Alexa, huh? <laughs> Look at all the cheese That man had accumulated What did he say Like 643 cheese things My goodness You couldn't possibly Sit down on a couch And get that on a console But with Alexa My goodness I got a feeling This game is going to be Breaking barriers Huh? I'll definitely be Okay I'm done I'm just kidding Alright relax <laughs> Everybody breathe Okay Take a deep breath Take a drink Okay I didn't find it amusing No but no That wasn't my biggest thing I'll be serious now I'm still going with Bethesda in fact, Fallout 76. They, they surprised me with that. Like I said, there's there's a few things that scare me, though. I said this on another podcast. That's why I'm saying this. I'm sorry. My mind's racing faster than I could keep up with it, but I'm a little worried about the nuke thing and the griefing. I could see a bunch of people figuring out a way to get nukes like that, and grief people like that, and just think that's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> you built that, we nuke it. You built that, we nuke it. So let's hope that doesn't fall to pieces, because that would definitely ruin the game. But if that falls through, I do have a backup. Nothing else got my attention more than smuggling baby, I have to rip my toenail out game. Huh? You can't beat it. <laughs> you, know, just, you have to give applause and you have to give credit to a man who can make a game where I sit there, watch the trailer, scratch my head thinking I don't have a clue what the world is going on, but yet, my goodness, I want to buy this game day one and play it. I mean, it's a to how, does, how do you do that? I mean, I'm bad when people are probably turning the thing off already from listening to me because I'm not doing the thing that he did. But I'm telling you, Smuggling Baby, My Toenail Needs to Be Ripped Out is my second game, and I think it's going to be a great game. But oh my God, guys, I feel like I've talked too long, even though I didn't call last time, and I feel bad that I let you down. But anyway, I'm back. Back again. I don't remember how the rest of the song goes. something like that guy there. So anyway, gentlemen, enjoy, and Arima
0: Thanks, Fred. That was good.
1: Yes, that was good. Thank you, Mr. Fred French. We love your call. Um, and, uh, yeah, he did bring that up on another podcast, and I hadn't really thought about it, but obviously we can see the nuking griefers, and uh, I'm actually pissed I missed this smuggling baby toenail game.
0: That's Death Stranding.
1: Oh, I'm so stupid. Yes, it
0: is.
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> it's
0: okay. It's okay.
1: I'm killing it. Killing it tonight. Um, so, yeah, if you want to call and chat with us like Fred does, uh, that's at 610-810-1654. Um, <clears throat> so we'll move on quickly because we're going a little over, and that's okay. But uh, we'll to the, talk about the Save Point Game of the Month, which is Sword of Vermilion. By the looks of it, um, Travis and I both have not gotten to play this yet. uh, Yeah, but we will. Uh, Have you played that one before, Al?
3: I have not.
1: Well, that pretty should. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, Travis is a a big fan of this one. This was his recommend, so I will play it, man. Uh, I might even play that tonight, so I can at least get on this. Um. Yeah, so we'll have to get back to that. And uh, So that in all will bring us to uh, conclusions, final thoughts, and shout-outs. And um, I'll start with you, Travis. You got any shout-outs you want to do?
0: Um, I want to give uh, quick shout-outs to uh, the Everyday Gamers and the Bad Fodder Figures. Um, those are pretty much the two gaming podcasts that I listen to these days. Uh, I've been... I've been really wrapped up in listening to a lot of dev podcasts lately instead of my gaming stuff. Uh, So, but those, those two are still are are what I listen to. So shout outs to them. Good casts. Um, Shout outs, of course, to everybody who listens, you guys uh, mean the world to us and we wouldn't be doing this without y'all. So much appreciated. And uh, finally, shout out to my lovely wife for uh, not complaining too much when I tell her five minutes before I'm supposed to record that I'm recording tonight. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> all right, I will do uh, some shout-outs here. First off, shout-out to Al. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight, man. I know this was really last minute, but uh, it was great to have you on. Uh, this is actually the first time I think either of us have actually talked to each other, though we've probably been Facebook pals for years at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, met through through a mutual friend of ours that I used to work with, and um, but yeah. So thank you for taking time out and uh, jumping in Kyle's seat for him. Uh, he was really determined that only an asshole replace him. So I'm glad you let him down. And
3: uh... <laughs> well, I, I felt like that was the true asshole thing to do. So.
1: <laughs> He's touche. He is touche. <laughs> um so yeah big shout out to you man thanks for jumping on board um (coughs) i'll also give a shout out to our pals over at the everyday gamers um you guys are just awesome we always appreciate the shout outs you give us and uh, you're just a great cast it's always fun to listen to um a uh, big shout out to the bad fodder figures um just pretty much a full-time lurker in their discord at this point uh they're just a great bunch I join uh, Captain Mike's army in Team No Crumbs. Uh for all of you you know. If you're gonna have mac and cheese, you don't put sawdust on top of it. Hashtag Team No Crumbs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes this this, this is a, an ongoing debate. But um yeah, so they're they're fantastic though. It's a great cast. And actually, thanks to their cast, I did start listening to a new one. Uh, about two episodes ago, they had a guest co-host like we do now. Uh, the very great Holy Goalie uh, wound up uh, joining them, and that in turn got me listening to uh, Gamehounds. Uh, oh, nice. I'm really digging that. That's a really cool cast. They're funny as hell. And um, I-, I love it. I've, I've, God damn, it's going to kill me now, but... What is his name? His name's not Mike too, is it? I don't think so. But anyway, Goalie is a, uh, He's a retro gamer like myself. Like, you know, all of us here. And hes he's got some great takes on classic games. So, yeah, it's its a really fun cast. I highly recommend it. Uh, go check it out. And then, uh... Finally, a big shout-out to the fans... Everybody listening to us, sharing our, you know, podcast links. Thank you, Fred, always calling in. Uh, and Everyone else, don't be shy. Um, we we'd love to have fun with the calls. Uh, thank you to the Save Pointers. It's such a great group in there. Just, everybody is just fun gamers and talking games. Uh, if you want to join in on the fun there on Facebook, you can go to tinyurl.cc uh, slash savepoint and jump in on the fun. Um, if you want to obviously uh, leave a voicemail, again, that's 610-810-1654. You can talk with us that way. You could leave us an email at theretrorents at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter at theretrorents. Uh, if you want to chat with me directly for any reason about games or whatever, I'm at retrorents now. Uh, Mr. Travis is on Twitter as well at sodaxbread.
0: You got it.
2: Woohoo!
1: And, uh, yeah, I mean, and Al is also uh, another lurker in the save point. He's always commenting, has good posts, so, uh, come by, hang out with him, hang out with the save pointers. But, um, yeah, that's, that will bring us to the end of what I'm pretty sure is episode 18. Uh, but we'll find that out. I'll have to do a shameless edit and make it so obvious and terrible it'll be funny. But yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, As always, thank you for stopping by. shout out to everybody in the podcast community. You make this so much fun to be a part of. And on that note, we will check out... Do we have any wisdom? Hmm. Alright, I do have a little bit of wisdom. Everybody (laughs) wins at E3. Bam! And on that note...
0: Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's actually a half-serious one for once. And on that note, have a good night, everybody. Peace. You can say goodbye to Al. <laughs>
3: okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, everybody. Say guys.
0: There you go. <laughs>